Hello everybody and welcome to the ninth episode of the Reviews Brothers. Will, how are you doing this week? I'm doing good. I'm sitting on a very, very excited Sam today. <laughs> yeah, so um, last week we mentioned that we would be doing, of course, the Barnacles movie, uh, The Mask of Light, the first one. And um, just for context, I very often watch the film that we're reviewing on the train... Uh, during my lunch break at work the day before. This time, I fucking... I, I I don't know how many times I watched this film, but I've got a full document of notes, thoughts, feelings, <laughs> shit. Like, like I've just gone all out on this episode because I am so excited. You've gone, you've gone pretty nuts on this one, haven't you? I have gone a little bit over the top. Yeah, um, I, I, I think so, but I think it's... keep it real. Keeping it real, bro. Oh, 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 Will's messing with the mic, everybody. Yeah, sorry. It was like it was not in a a good position. Yeah, no, that's that's my bad. Sorry. No, that's but that, there we go. That's bad. Sorry, we're good. But as always, to quickly open the episode, our, our stockpile of <laughs> where do they keep getting them from? Uh, we bulk buy them now. Yeah. Like, we get them sent fresh from Billund every week. Some so a little like elf comes in and he's like, "Hello, boys." Yeah, and he just drops them off. He just, like, drops them off at the gaff. Oh, shit. It's one that we don't have. Uh, who have you got? I've got Echo. Oh, let's go. I've got an... Oh, no, it's... A... Oh, I thought it was another Kate Bishop, but it's another Hawkeye. Oh, sweet. Oh, that's... that's what, the that... third one? No, that's one... That's one... That's two Kate Bishops and two Clint Barnes. That's something... At least we've got... For the amount we've bought, Sam, we've got a hell of a lot of swaps. What is this with me? I always get the swaps. Yeah, I'm always getting the exciting shit. Well, it's just how it goes, I say? guess. It's just, uh... I'm going to cry myself to sleep tonight knowing that I didn't get a Moon Knight. Yeah, we still don't have a Moon Knight. Um, I'm not going to build her in full because our poor audio listeners will be thinking, no, what the hell are they? Ah! Sam, Sam be dropping stuff. Yeah, I'm dropping stuff. She kind of a fresh fig, though. I'm dropping stuff like I'll be dropping Bionicle's lore in about five minutes. If that. You're going to just start dropping it straight out of the gate, man. Dropping like, it straight out of the gate. Look, okay. Um, oh, this is our first, like, fastest preamble yeah, we've ever done. Because I, I know you're dying to get... I'm, I'm literally bursting. I know, Sam, you're just dying to get into it. To be fair, though, like, kind of a, you definitely can't see that from there, but kind yeah. of a sweet thing. Well, I didn't really show it off. I just completely... No, neglected. you're just too, you're too, too much of an excitable child. I don't get why I get so unlucky with this. There's 12 figures, is. and we have one, two, three, four, five, six of the 12 now. And of the ones I've opened, I've opened one, two, three, four, four. Four of them have been, like, dupes, basically. Even your Wolverine one, two, was a dupe, because we'd already opened I've them, opened three we? dupes. Like, actually, all the, ones I've, all the ones I've opened, technically, on camera, have all been, apart from week one, have all been dupes. Which I'm not frustrated about at all. No, it's completely fine. We have another two more. Maybe, depending on how these episodes go, we'll rip one at the end of the episode, if we're feeling it. But, now I've got past this little... Little intro that Sam was so desperately the absolute speed run that we've just done. Yeah, we've absolutely speed run this. Basically, me and Sam were good, but I'm just gonna let Sam get into the meat and potatoes because he's like, he's been like just going nuts all the way just to talk about it. And the thing is, and what's really funny is, I, as Sam said, I can't get Sam to watch a film or a TV show for shit. But as soon as it comes to <laughs> as soon as it comes to Barnacles, Sam is like he's just like straight in there. We were saying like 
it will be like a critically acclaimed film, like a genuine like work of art. And I'm like, yeah, I'll put it on the back burner. Yeah, you didn't go, you didn't see Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah, and then a toy advert, I'm like, I'm all in. Say less. <laughs> yeah, you, you said masterpiece cinema asleep. Toy uh, sixty minute toy advert. I'm in. I'm, I'm there. So um, I've actually been doing a little bit of market research on this one, and by market research I mean talking to friends and strangers and anybody who'll listen. Anyone who listened to this strange <laughs> man about barnacles. Yeah, about barnacles. And what I learned from that is that. I mean, barnacles were huge. Like, I cannot stress this enough, and I will get into it a bit more in a second, but a lot of people get really confused when I mention it, and then when I kind of describe it a little bit more, they're like, oh, I remember that. So, a little bit of history for you. I'm going to do a really fast breakdown of the history of Bionicle. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Um, If you'd like a bit more detail on this, there's a fantastic video by a gentleman named Slow Start uh, on YouTube, which goes way more in depth than I'm going to go and I really do recommend checking that out or but, just DM us on Instagram yeah or just message me the reviews bros and I'll, <laughs> and I'll just let Sam I'll just let you conversate with Sam but. yeah yeah so it's the year 1998 and Lego reports the first financial loss in the company's history bankruptcy is on the cards and Lego were like we don't know what to do like we cannot keep up with with the demand of the toy industry these days. They just secured the prequels license, so the Star Wars license, but the problem was because it was a license, they were paying so many royalties that realistically it wasn't keeping them afloat. What Lego needed was their big IP of their own, right? So they remembered a pitch from a man named Christian Faber, and he's the hero of our story, um, from 1995 called Cybots. And basically, around the time that Technic came out, he was like, I don't want to build a car with this stuff. I want to make, like, an action figure. So he created Cybots, which were weird and awful. And if you watch the video I mentioned, you'll see pictures of them. It's not the one. Anyway, he did a few various bits and bobs, action figure kind of, you know, like, cool teen stuff with Lego. Um, and eventually developed a tumour in his brain which he had to take medication for. Um, The medication actually really messed with him. I'm I'm really paraphrasing here. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, so it... He he started viewing, like, the pills he was taking as, like, soldiers, and he was, like, fantasising about the idea of being able to take off, like, a broken body part and put it back on. And, like, his, his view on the world got really skewed. So that is why, fun fact, barnacles come in tubs, because it's it represents the pills he was taking... Uh-huh. Yeah, and like the original towers, um, they get sent down to Matanui. Um, sorry, if you don't know Bionicles, I'm just saying buzzwords. Um, <laughs> but they don't know their purpose. It's the same as the pills. Like, he was just taking them. They'd show up, and they had to work out their purpose. Why is this unnecessarily deep, Sam? I'm telling you that the reason this slaps is because it's insane. It's genuinely insane. <laughs> anyway, what you need to know is that this worked. Bionicles saved Lego. In 2001, the year that they first shipped, they uh, sold over 190 million toys and grossed $160 million, not adjusting for inflation, just in that first year. That's not bad at all, is it? So literally, like, I cannot stress enough that this was huge, especially for our generation. This was the shit. (laughs) That is your Bionicle history lesson. So if you didn't know what they were, now Now you you do. do. 
So yeah, they are plastic action figures made of Lego Technic. Um, your little brother probably had them. <laughs> or maybe you had them. Or maybe you had them because you're cool. So yeah, that's my, my big first bit out of the way. Anyway, so big, and with anything that got big at that time, there had to be a tie-in movie. Now... Which brings us to 2003's Barnacle the Mask of Light. Barnacle the Mask of Light, two years down the line. Um, <laughs> now, how much do you think this costs to make? Maybe you already know. Oh, that... this has got to be shoestring. This has got to be shoestring. So, so I found a comparable movie from the same year. Which was? So, Pokemon, uh, Jirachi Wishmaker came out in 2003, which is another like tie-in yeah. kind of movie. And made in a cost. completely different style, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. It's 2D. Okay. It's not CG. So that movie cost 3 billion yen, or about $30 million at the time. Okay. So keeping that in the back of your mind, how much do you think The Mask of Light oh, cost to this, make? This, like, this has like, got to be like... Uh, this is like a, a couple mil at best. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> at best. They spent... <laughs> Ten times less. Around three mil. Three mil. Three point, three yeah, mil. it's like 3.5, something like that, on this movie. <laughs> For three mil, it's not bad. And to be fair, I don't remember anything about Jirachi Wishmaker, but I can fucking tell you so much about this film. <laughs> so, I mean, it was, yeah, low budget, but it really... Did you want to give a quick synopsis of the film? We'll sort of a quick in. synopsis. There's going to be someone that's listening <clears> to this, like my dad. Shout out my dad. Uh, who we listen to this and has has never seen this film. Actually, no, that's got to be a lie. My dad probably has He's seen, this film. seen this film. He probably has seen this film real. when I was a kid and get it on VHS all the time from the library. So I would just like, you know, get it from on like VHS and like on video, on video and just plug it into your VHS <laughs> Along with all the biscuits you were putting in. Yeah, man, of course. <laughs> and then off you go. So I think my dad probably has seen this film, but anyway, you can, you can give a little... Okay. So a brief synopsis. Actually, I've, I've got it written down. Oh, God. <laughs> so in the beginning, there's the great Matanui. He's like, yeah, your deific figure, right? And he creates the Matoran, and the Matoran are just little rocks, like, floating around. <laughs> yeah, They've got no rocks. purpose. They're all okay. rocks. So our boy Matanui, he's like, I'm going to fix you guys up. I'm going to give you something. And he gives them... Three. Oh god. Oh no, here we go. Three virtues. Unity, duty, and destiny. Now these are the three core themes of this film. Yes. Like straight up. Like the whole film revolves around unity, duty, destiny. And they're not there's, subtle about it either. The, no, there's three Matoran, each of them represents one. Um that like they're they're like your hobbits, I guess. Oh, that's another thing that maybe we'll get into later, that this film is like Lord of the Rings for babies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, now you've said that, I can't unsee it. Yeah. <laughs> now you've said that, it literally is. It's like two people going on a journey. It's two short guys with a big glowy thing that's super special. Yeah, it's super special, and they They've have to take... They've got to take it to a place. Yeah. And, and they, they meet w- wacky cra- characters on the way. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, except that they condense this into... Just over 60 minutes, whereas that did it in, like, nine hours. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, going back to the, the, the plot summary, I guess. So so there's a big meanie named the Makuta, who's, like, evil Matanui, and he's like... 
He big bad. He's like, Matanui, I'm sealing you away. You're going to sleep forever. And then that's that. And then anyway, there's, there's, there's Toas and they protect different villages. There's like a fire, water. You get it. Air. You get yeah. it. There's, they're, they're protectors, basically. And the plot kicks off when one of the Matoran, Matoran being like civilians, I guess, um, discovers... But they, but they just look, look and sound like teenagers. Yeah, they're tiny bionicles. Children, basically. Um, they, yeah, they discover the Mask of Light and must then go on a quest to find the seventh Toa, the Toa of Light, who will awaken Matanui and defeat the Makuta. Yeah. Bosh. Tell me that wasn't banging. For me, that was banging. Yeah, that was a pretty good, pretty succinct summary from you. Thank you very much. So, um, I don't, I don't know where to go from here. From from a, a big s- summary like that, um, I tell you what, the pacing is pretty good. It's pretty like let's look at all the toys that you own. Like they just kind of go, we're in the fire village. We're oh, yeah, Gali, yeah, yeah. They, like... they, it's very similar to how, like, the toys are marketed. Like, the fire bloke <clears throat> belongs in the fireplace. And, like, the water lady is in a watery area. And, like, so on and so on. Which makes sense. And it's good that they get to touch on all these different characters' areas. Yeah. There's there's a lot of world building in Oh, this yeah, no, but they do it so quickly. To be fair, ideally, you'd like the film to be a bit longer, so you can spend a bit longer in these sections. But, again, it's a kid's film. It's not designed to be... It's not going to be a two-hour epic, yeah. is it? We're not, like, <laughs> they're not like walking around in bars, like staring at each other. Like it's not a Scorsese film, is it? No, no, but it's not supposed to be. It's a kids' film. Like it's got to be short enough to keep your it's, attention. It's snappy. It's like lots of mini episodes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of like a lot of things going on. If you are looking to kill like an hour, and you just want to watch, like this is a great movie for that. If you remember Bionicles, yeah. Like, I, I, yeah, it's really fun to just... Same as, like, the 86 Transformers movie. Like, I put those on, like, the same level in my mind. Where it's, like, it's iconic and it's fun. And I don't really have to think about it. I can just sit there and be like, <laughs> yeah. And there's some, like, yeah. beastly moments, which maybe we'll crack on with later. But... Yeah, well, um... Well, should we go into the Optimus beastly? Optimus Prime doesn't die in this, but... Optimus Prime does not die in this, although... Um, Spoilers for the Transformers yeah. oh, movie. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. But... Yeah, the 86 Transformers movie has been spoiled. Yeah. Um, I mean, Toatahu gets his face sliced up and then like... turns evil for a bit. Yeah, that's really, like, unexplained. <laughs> it's do. really unexplained. Like, even as a kid when I was watching it, I was like... I'd seen it from so many times. I was like, what actually happens there? Is he just... Is he, is he A, is he grumpy and angry because someone sliced his face and now he's looking all bashed up? Or is it... B, that he's been slashed up and he's getting poisoned. As a result, he's making him more evil and annoying. Or is it C, yeah. that he's a bit like... He's annoyed that he got beaten by these like little worm people and then he doesn't want help of people because he's that's his character. From what I understand, the implication is that the Makuta, his plan is to break down their unity, their duty and their destiny... So he's breaking the unity of the Toa by scratching one of them and possessing him. Although he doesn't really get possessed. He's just like a bit of an ass for a while. Yeah, he's just a bit grumpy. And then Gali's like, all right, sort your shit out. They put a load of water on him and he's like, oh, thanks, guys. And then <laughs> That's back to it. Normal. Kapaka freezes him. 
Do you yeah. know the bit I mean? He yeah. just turns him into a solid ice block, and I'm like, he is the Tower of Fire. I feel like maybe that... He called him, him on the hop, man. Like He did, to be fair. Kapaka cold as hell, literally. Literally cold as hell. Yeah. He doesn't say very much, but does some cool stuff. Yeah, he would send a text. <laughs> but you know what I mean. You get what I'm saying. He would, uh, he would send some cool messages. Yeah, he, he, got some... he got riz. He got riz for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a fun game. Should we rank the uh, towers by Riz? <laughs> I, d- I don't think it'd take very long. No, Riz Master, Kapaka. No, actually, Pahatu is is the Riz Master. Oh, yeah. Anua, maybe slightly under, so that's Earth Rock for anyone that doesn't know the name. Um, Towalu. No one's watching at this point. If you're still they're, here, they're I'm amazed. Off. Those are <laughs> What, this is all, what is this? This is all for you right now. This is, this is a new episode. Yeah, there's no new movies out, so we can do this, and it's great. No, because next week... This is so weird, because we're going to go from this to next week review of Martin Scorsese. So, this is... Yeah, this, this is, is my... a bit of a change of pace, for sure. <laughs> my time to shine. What are we saying, Riz? Um, no, I think we should move on from Yeah, that, we should move possibly. on from the thing. Also, I, I was like... I was watching it, and I was like... I sort of picked the plot hole straight in the first five minutes of the film. What's that? Um, how does Puku get across the lava? Because yeah. one minute, one minute Puku's <laughs> with Takua getting the um, getting the mask, and then also he puts the mask in the lava, and then like it melts off, and then this big metal object also floats. I'm gonna move past that. Then he picks it up and like hot hands it like a hot potato, and then the things disappear, and then he decides to jump on his little surfboardy thing yeah and he like gets across doesn't he he paddles with the mask oh no that's later no that's later no, when no, he meets no. Kapaka he, yeah yeah he tries to slide across and then what's his name I forgot his name is Tahu comes along and just sweeps him, him. him up and then Puku is still on the other side and then oh, next thing you see Puku is with Jala on the other side yeah Puku just just kind of teleport though because when they meet Toaliwa and they fly away and they're like, sorry, Puku, no room. Like, five minutes later, Puku just kind of walks up to me. He's like, sup. sup. <laughs> it's like, he's yeah, just she's, back She's now. back. Yeah, it's a female. Oh, is it? I didn't know she, that. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, I've got my law wrong, so sorry, I guys. put, one of my top things was also, like, Tuatahu got big sports bro energy. Yeah, to be fair. He's like, so, he's such like a radical surfer dude. He's like... No, but he doesn't have the, he doesn't, yeah, he's a radical surfer dude, but has the aggression of like... Oh, he's I like a footy lad, isn't he? Yeah, he has just yeah, like yeah. he has just like aggressive energy. But I guess yeah. that's the point because Red is obviously always supposed to be like He's he's hot headed. Yes, literally. Um Gali is very calm Oh, she's and... the she's the spiritual one. Like She's she... token female, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah, she's the only female <laughs> out of the squad. Yeah. Which um, is a bit of a shame. And I, I never feel like that changed throughout any of the barnacles. I, I always feel like there was like one... There's always a token female, female. one. There's always the water one. Not always, but... I'm trying to think when it is... Um, in Gladi... In the Gladiator one, I can't remember Yeah, name. that... There, there was, that was a female... I think they had different... But they had like two or, they had like two different ones, but... Who fucking I, Anyway, knows, I know there was yeah. one of them, the, like the underwater one that had the wings that looked more male. Yeah, no, that's true. That's very true. Um, that one. Harley. Yeah, I, I, I had that one. Oh, Harley. No, that's Harley. That's, um, oh, no, that, the that's... love interest of... 
No, no, no. That is um, that's Jala when he became a Toa. Sorry, everybody watching. Sorry, this so, is, yeah, oh, this is boring now because so, look at the first one. So when the Toa Nuva went missing, um, Jala stepped up to the plate and became a Toa himself. Hali is the girl that oh, yeah, he has little... a love interest. So that is ah, a, no, a lady. no, no, that is a female. I thought it was a male. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys. I had that one. Did you? Yeah, yeah, that's sick. sick. Anyway, back to back to more visual things. But yeah, he got big sports bro energy. Speaking of the personalities of the Toa, which one is your favorite? I don't know. As a kid, like I always liked the red one, just because I don't know. I think just Tahu's iconic. Yeah, the red one. The the red one is always in all marketing for every series. Is always front and center. Usually, true. The one Power Rangers Mm, stuff like that. Yeah, always red. Always, but. So I just quite like him. Uh, I do like Leewa though. Leewa was just kind of... Just, <laughs> Lee was just a hippie. Yeah, no, no, I literally saw a fun fact that someone put on... A trivia piece that someone put on um, IMDb. And it was... Do, 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 I thought I just screenshot that. I did. Um, it was just saying that Leewa is supposed to be a mix of a hippie and a Native American. Yeah, that tracks like the way he speaks is kind of like how you know, like traditional Native American stories are structured and stuff. Mm, yeah, yeah. But I was about to say, he used to, yeah, he's very, he gives you that hippie vibe and also speaks a bit like Yoda. He, he does speak He doesn't like speak correct sentences. That's... You, so you pay more attention to it. I, I put a quote down. Here we go. You mark this quote as well. Oh, this I definitely is, do not. I have no Lewa quotes. Oh, no. This quote is great. We ain't footwalking. We air flying. Oh, yeah. When I'm around, there'll be no footwalking. We air, yeah, yeah, yeah. We air flying, as opposed to any other kind of flying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is um, true. Also, also, it's so funny when Jala's literally about to full on go and shank a defenseless like the Ash Bear. It's just like he's about to get. He's like, oh, bear, go finish it off, and like, and oh, Lee was yeah. like, no, dude, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> Lee was like, bro, come on. Going back to that though, there's also a piece of fun, a fun trivia piece. It's like, at the end of the credits, a small message in the barnacle symbols can be seen, and it translates to, uh, no Rahi, in brackets, barnacle animals, were harmed during the making of this film. This is a reference to when Jala is about to kill the, uh, the Gralok, in other words, the Ash Bear, but Leroy stops him. I like that. There you go, that's a fun piece of trivia That is a good bit of trivia. I like that a whole lot. That's, Um, that's literally all I've, um, yeah, that's, uh, literally all I've got in terms of, uh, my my notes about the mask like there, there, there's other things I have as well but oh that's what I was going to say this is like cutting towards the end of the film so spoilers but obviously no one cares it's, um, it, the film came out 20 years ago if you yeah, haven't seen fine. it and it's I'm basically sorry. yeah it's supposed to be a kids film so it's fine um it's weird the comparisons go back to more Lego stuff that was relevant to us as kids it's weird how Lego like doing the thing of um giving a young character transformative a transformative journey like oh actually another Lego film does it Lloyd Garmadon in like Ninja yeah Green Ninja like because in the first like Lego series that he was like just small annoying child and then yeah like a Lord Garmadon hoodie yeah and then just became like a character and as a result he got memed like the oh look it's Lloyd no dad my name's Lloyd but yeah, deliberately spout it. Lloyd. Um, I dated someone who had a crush on Lloyd Garmadon, and I, I, I won't name nor shame them. But <laughs> if you're watching this, you know who you are. Um, <laughs> you're out there in the world. So. <laughs> That's iconic. Yeah. Um, I have a whole section of my notes just called "random Sam bullshit." 
Okay, if right. you'd like to <laughs> yeah, go into this, this, this a little this bit. This is probably a recurring section for every week. Yeah, recurring. yeah, yeah. Before I go into that, my favourite quotes from the film. Uh, when Toatahu asks Pahatu where Gali is, he responds, she has gone to ponder the great thoughts. And I just thought, like, there's so much, like, un- I've even put the timestamp, it's 16.13 if you can see it. Um, <laughs> but it's just, like, there's so much, like, unused meme potential there to be like, no, she's gone to ponder the great thoughts. <laughs> and then great just, like, thought. cut to the stupidest thing. Um, and we've also got, I must go be with the Toa from Toa Liwa. And then he proceeds to jump off a cliff and float away <laughs> like a leaf. Oh yeah, no, he does. He like puts his like little things down by his Yeah, he like, like glides away. I was like, that's really funny. <laughs> really funny. Go Sam, give me some of your random bullshit from this film. Okay. So the random Sam bullshit second section rather starts with <laughs> I it really made me laugh that during the Coley match, people shout Coley, Coley, Coley which is the equivalent of people screaming football, football, football at a football game. <laughs> they're not supporting a team. They're just really happy to be there. <laughs> yeah, like, they're just... Yeah, okay. Like, I know it has, like, three different variants of Matoran characters. Yeah. Apart from the main characters who all happen to be different. Hmm. Really makes you think, huh? Yeah, I'm just going to get a budget on that one. Yeah, probably. It's but... like, also, sorry to interrupt quick, fun fact about budgeting and speaking of replicated characters, in Toy Story, at almost one or two, when Andy's having his birthday party, all of the people at Andy's birthday party are all the same um, animation model as Andy because they couldn't afford to make individual characters. No way. No, no. That's wild. So they just like crop out the head and yeah, yeah. So they hardly ever show faces, and that's why. Mm. Also, the faces look awful in those films. Yeah, I'm glad that actually that's one thing I'm glad of with this film is because see the designs have aged quite well because they're all stylized. Like although it's cheap, and although the masks wiggle and they have heartbeats and weird stuff like that, like oh and, and muscle, there's muscle all over them, which is. Uh, oh no! I sort of got over that quite quickly. Yeah, but it's it has aged well. Like if it was people, it ah, would yeah, definitely yeah. look. Like also relating shit. to look, relating to look, sound to interject. It, a fun trivia thing on IMDb said uh, through the uh, those Bionicle toys have been around for a few years. By the time the film was released, the characters were designed to look as if they inspired the toys rather than being inspired by them. Hmm. While the animators could have recreated the the exact look of the toys, they gave the characters a more biological look. As Very to nice. inspire it the other way around. Okay. I can get behind that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to comment on the society of Matanui very briefly. It is a deeply classist society. Okay. Explain. Um, so, for a long time there's the critique that in the Bionicle universe... There's a tower of earth and a tower of stone, which realistically you could wrap all into one, right? But they don't. But they don't. And from the little bits of like dialogue that you pick up, it's very clear that you would want to be from the earth tribe and not the stone tribe. So Onoa is stupid, really, really stupid. And I feel like he's almost been, maybe him and his Matoran have been tricked into mining. 
Their job is just mining. All they do, they live in caves. They have no homes. Like, you look at the lava village. They've got these, like, big houses. And it's basically just a floating island on some lava. They just exist in the pit. But then when Pahatu's talking to him, and he's, like, taking the, the piss out of his craft, Pahatu reveals that they just make sculptures and shit. Like, you know all those big, like, mountains in the shape of Matanui's face? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Earth tribe. One of them is, like, a load of artists, and one is just a load of miners. They just keep the, the stone people down in the caves, and I want to set them free. <laughs> I think I think there's no unity in Matanui. They're abusing them. Anyway, this has been a great podcast. We'll see you in the next one. <laughs> anyway, that was crazy off topic. Um, what does it mean to be captain of the guard? That's what I was thinking. What does that mean? Because there's no armies. Like, the, the, the tribes are not fighting. The only people they're fighting are, like, the, the rock shit. Yeah, and, and, the thing, and the random things that Makuta send. Yeah. Well, also, linking with that, I watched a deleted scene today where Makuta is talking to the door, basically, again. How right. he's talking to the Manui door. The Manui door, which we all have in our homes. Yeah, obviously. And he basically, he's talking to the door and he's explaining. It's like, it's, it's like, I'm saying, I can see what's a deleted scene because all it is is just exposition. And it's just, it's just him talking to the door being like, oh, mm, you've stopped me so many times, brother. Well, your people have stopped me so many times. First, I sent forth this. And he's like, and it goes through a list of all like the previous generations of like, nemesis bionicle characters that he sent to try and destroy the Toa and like the people and he's like and then I sent the bull rocks and stuff you know like the ones with like the smashy heads oh the, the ones that turn into a ball yeah yeah that yeah. you see that had been like frozen yeah, yeah. you can so, see that Kapaka's Adam they were also as toys them ones were so cool I never actually owned one but I remember at school they had had one like in like the little toy box yeah, yeah. oh man those ones were so sick. They just, that like, did slap. Smash people's faces off. Anyway, super cool. But, but yeah. So basically, I have a big exposition bit where Makuta just explains about all the different like barnacle enemies he'd sent before. I'm so, so glad I cut it because all it is is pure exposition. Yeah. So we're we're expected to believe that Jala had some hand in not only protecting his people, but did it so well that they were like, you are captain of the guard. But, the, the, but right, let's be real. They shouldn't need a captain of the guard because they have towers to do that. Yeah. And you saw how crap he was at, like, hopping on a, a on a Rakshi staff. And as a result, he got himself killed. So, yeah. so he can't have been... So if Rakshis were tough to defeat... All the other stuff beforehand it must have been fairly tricky as well. And oh, yeah, you're right. Anyway, yeah, I just thought it was really strange. And like, what else did I put here? Yeah, he's like a pro Coley player, and I'm like, could you imagine if if the the like general of all the armies in the UK was like, <laughs> I do a little bit of football on the side professionally. Actually, now you say that, captain of the guard might mean like a Coley thing. Oh, maybe because he was the goalkeeper, thing. wasn't he? Like, yeah, as in Captain of the, the, the Guard. I think we've just solved like, that mystery. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. But that, that, that's the only thing I have. Yeah. No, I can get behind that. Also, um, how do you win a Kohli game? But then again, like, they call Takua the Chronicler and him the Captain of the Guard outside of the game. He's not the Chronicler of... No, but, but, but that... So, yeah, his job might be being a Chronicler outside of that, but his... The other guy's job might be full time. I don't know. Anyway, much but like your we... job is camera and my job is wine. Yeah. Why are we doing what? Sam. Right. Next point. This we've got next to, point. We've got sorry, this is going. Um, <laughs> sorry, this is more Coley. I'm afraid. Oh, okay. Um, does 
does Takanuva, the Toa of Light, continue to play Koli? Because he defeats the Makuta by playing Koli. Street Koli, man. Street Koli. But he's too big. And he's also a Toa. Can Toas compete? Or does he just have to hand in the towel? They're like, sorry, nah, you're too big he's, he's moved on. Yeah, yeah, he can't. It might yeah. be kind of OP. He'd be like jumping over people and stuff. Yeah, and also he is... He, he literally is like God. Or like Jesus, I guess. Yeah. So, fair enough. It's, it'd be a bit like Beetlejuice trying to defend like from Shaq. Yeah, and Goku. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not going to work. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um... Also, did you notice that at the end, when they all link arms, they're not actually, like, animated to do so. They're all in their reference poses. Yeah, it's just like a T-pose. No, they literally yeah. are T-posing, like, perfectly. Yeah, yeah, They didn't bother posing them up. Just... Yeah, it's like, this is this goes outside our three mil budge. We can't, <laughs> we can't, we can't be animating hand grips. Oh, and that's, that also explains why they don't bother to handshake. They just fist bump each other. They, they love a fist bump in this film. <sighs> This is the 2000s and fist bumping is cool. Bang. <laughs> they don't do that though, Sam. They just, they just form clunk knuckles like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like Anua and um, Pahati just bang. Just dap each other <laughs> up. Dap each other up. Oh, oh man. Um, yeah, it was also directed and produced by Mr. and Mrs. Shakespeare, which I thought was really funny. Oh, yeah. So I was like, uh, <laughs> but, not, but not that one. <laughs> not that one. A different one. Um, that more or less summarizes my notes that I took. But, but apart the, from my closing thoughts. So the whole film it summarizes your whole thoughts of the whole film. Yep. <laughs> a lot of it was just classism, to be honest with you. Have you got any more great quotes? Yeah, I got one more to close this oh, off, okay, but I'll okay. save that for later. Alright. I'm trying to think of any other Oh, there was actually another piece of trivia I found. Um so Makuta's mannerisms were based on Colonel Kurtz from Apocalypse Now. And director David Molina also jokingly said Makuta's movements were inspired by his uncle Alan, a very large and scary man who still moved very fast. Hmm. So there you go. Um, what happened in the scene where... Um, how have I forgotten the Mask of Light's name? Uh, Takanuva. Takanuva, thank you. When Takanuva and the Makuta merged together to open a door, what happened there? Because they, they, like... He jumps at him and he's like, let's find out what's under that mask. And they fall into some water and all the towers just sit there going... <gasps> and then a few minutes later, this big thing walks out, opens a door and then dies. After giving Jala his life back. Yeah. There's a what lot happened? It's just a lot of unexplained things. I think uh, the ending was pretty rushed. Yeah, they just sort of like... The last thing The last thing he says is like, well, you could have been Makuta Bones. Yeah, it could have been, but I'm not. Like, that's like the recurring quote. Yeah, um, it could have been, but I'm not. Yeah, which is which is sweet. And then they're like, yeah, basically they released the spirit, but it's just like, what did he do? He revealed some other island. But what? Does, how does this help us? Oh, well, they're just going to progress it for the, the next story or something. Oh, yeah. For the next thing. But I was like, okay, yeah, cool, that's fine. But they, they what would have been great is if they like rounded it off better, I think. I, I, I When I finished the film, I was like, man, they really rushed that. But again, as, ki- like, as a kid, you don't care about the end bit. You just want to see the big battle and then... That's it. And then you're you, like, well, yeah. these are the action figures that I have, aren't they cool? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you go back to playing with your barnacles. And then, but yeah, that's what I thought. But at the same time, I don't know. It was a weird one. But there's, um, there's some, there's some good stuff in it. Also, the rush, uh, also something I thought was a bit weird. How does the, how does the whole Takanuva thing work, right? So he has, the, why, if, 
if he knew, if if Takua knew, he even though he's palming off responsibility to his best mate, even though he knew he was supposed to be the guy, did he have to be by that big statue? to wake the seventh tower before he put the mask on or could he have just at any because point because he doesn't do it in like a special spot it's not like he stand on like one of those cool plinth maybe he needed he Jala to it. he just sacri- bonks it on his face yeah but maybe he needed Jala to sacrifice himself and fulfil his duties so that he could fulfil his but then the next thing my next question is when he puts it on how does it work because was Takanuva a tower beforehand and he was like or was, was that mask always just waiting <coughs> to be found because he's like, I am Takanuva. So basically, he just retitles himself. He he's just got sort of, a, he, put, he he grows up and gets big and swole and gold, and he's like, yeah, my new name's Takanuva. Yeah, I'd be like, I wouldn't put on a mask like a special mask and be like, yeah, what's up? The name's like Takasam. I'd just be like, it's still me. I'm still I'm still Sam. But it's like I'm just cooler does, now. But how does that how does that work? And also, did like I don't know, I don't know like. If Takanuva was a person, like, was... oh, does he take the consciousness? Yeah, of- yeah, yeah. Was Takanuva a, a thing, a, like a tower beforehand? Like, how did it work? Or was that ma- no one ever wore that mask before? Sort of thing. Because he suddenly gains all of this like wisdom and like knowledge. Yeah. Does that come with the mask or like, or is it like Shazam? You where, are where, asking the like, great thoughts. Or is right it now? like Shazam where he just says Shazam and then oh, and then he's like then he's like oh, buffed. I'm just big, I'm just buff. And can beat stuff up, but I'm still I'm mentally I'm, I'm still, still a Billy child. Batson. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. How does how does that work? Oh. wow, that's yeah, and they do not explain that at all. There's nothing to oh, go and off. Also, and also the um, what are the old guys called? I forgot what the. Oh, I've got his name. Hold on. No, no, no. Just like the like the Turaga. Turaga. That's the, yeah. How like I I we now know this from the second film, which you haven't seen, but. How do Matoras become Taragas? Because it never looks like any of them age. They all look the same age. They're all teenagers. And they're all old people. Yeah, it's like that. Because in the... I, I won't spoil the second film for you. Um, but you should basically... The second film sort of explains that a little bit. But at the same time, I'm just like... What? Uh, so that's, that's, that's another weird thing. Any other existential questions I have about the film? Apart from the blatant classism. Yeah, which you've now picked up on. <laughs> um, no, it's just like, they should definitely... Uh, yeah, they should have explained why. And also, why do they just meld together and become big? So does that mean if you accidentally fall in the swimming pool with someone else, you're just going to meld with them? <laughs> if you if you fall into the Unity Duty Destiny swimming pool, you are not coming out the same man. No. Also, how do you win the fight in there? Because we never see it. No one... He... Because no, te- technically, Takua just like yeets the coli ball at him and like technically beats him. Also, where does that coli ball come from? It just spawns out of the water. Yeah, what? Yeah. What a confusing finale. The finale is really stupid, also. The he fact that stupid. he's like a simple match of coli. And it's like. Can we just have a big old smackdown, please? Just punch each other. Just punch just, each other. Just, yeah. That's what we do with our action figures. That's what we do with our Literally, bibles. you could cut the scene and show do... like a cardboard cutout background and just... And just mash them together. Yeah. That's what you and want. I, I'd be fine with that. Like that. Anyway, that's that's my two cents on that. Um, yeah. Shall I do closing thoughts and then... I'm just trying, I'm trying to think if I had anything else to add. Um, no, I think that was it. 
Um, I could have got more trivia out of it because the DVD did come director's commentary, but chose not to use it, basically. Yeah, the, well, I mean, it, it basically cut all the audio, didn't it? So, yeah, 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 a bit too loud for that. Um, yeah. There was some fun deleted scenes, but nothing of big note that was... Yeah, yeah. there was just the, the one scene I mentioned about the big plot exposition, and that was about it. I recommend go, you go and watch the other two films, which sort of came out in the next couple of years after it. So it's there's the second one, and there's the one with Matanui. No, there's three. There's four. There oh, okay. is... Uh, oh, also, that, that was going to be my next thing. Um, actually, I, I lie. I do still have something that I want to do. Uh, what do you... Oh, hold on. What do you think the barnacle rating for... My, uh, sorry. Let's start. Let's start this. Segment. The Mask of Light. What rating. do you think? What do you think the Rotten Tomatoes score for Barnacle: The Mask of Light is? Okay, okay. Truthfully, honestly, I think we're probably looking at a six. Sam, do you know how Rotten Tomatoes works? It's rated out a hundred percent. Yeah, so sixty. Oh, if you said six percent. No, like like six out of ten, six percent, same thing. Oh, okay. Sixty percent. Sixty percent. Yeah. What are uh, we looking at? 56% audience score. Okay, so I'm not that far off. Like. No, 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 no. Yeah, that seems about right, which is disappointing, but, I mean, yeah. Um, I think that is one thing, is that this is a really hard sell if you didn't grow up with Barnacle. Yeah, you can't recommend can't... this to people. Like, it's not like a film's like, oh, I recommend tonight you go watch Barnacle the Mask of Light. You don't yeah. even go and watch it if you were, like, a fan of it as a kid and you've never seen it. Yeah, I, like cannot in good conscience be like you should go out and watch this film it is all on youtube by the way the whole thing is on youtube actually all of the biographer films are all on youtube oh, well. and they're all in hd i do not condone piracy but they are they've been on they're youtube there. for years and no one's bothered to take them down so yeah anyone from lego group if you're watching and still care about this ip um is there if you want to claim it but well, it's all... also bring it back yeah, I mean, they keep doing, like, little referential sets and things, don't they? Like, Oh, yeah, they, like, they gave away that... Um, yeah, To and um, Tahu. To and Tahu, like, set, if you spent, like, about a bajillion pounds on the Lego website. looked like shit. Oh, yeah, that looked crap. I don't want bricks, I want bionicle bits. Thank you very much. Not the point. Um, first Lego product to use ball joints, by the way. Bionicle. That sounds about right. Yeah, very cool. Also, one complaint I have just with the Lego overall, right? I don't know if you had this as a kid, but some of the, like, after a while, after you kept pulling and p- pulling apart and putting them back together again, some of the, the bits start to crack. Yeah, I had a lot of cracks. The, the black joints. joints. Yeah, Yeah, some of the joints would crack. And it's just like, oh, dude. Bricklink, man. Bricklink come in clutch, luckily. Bricklink do come in clutch. Also, speaking of Lego bricks, i got to tell this quick story. We did discuss <laughs> yeah. it a little bit. Relating to the actual barnacles, um, as a kid. So, when... I could even tell you exactly which one it was. Which so one was it? It was the Matanui figure. Oh, from the Glatorian. Yeah, Glatorian ones, I think they're called. Mm. Yeah, yeah the, like the Gladiator ones with the fun spiky ball shooty things. Anyway. Yeah, those were sick. I, was, I remember one morning I was playing with them and I was trying to pull out... There was like those little like red crossed pieces that you'd put in to pin stuff in like shoulder pieces and stuff yeah and like the plates yeah like plates and, and stuff yeah. I think that's what it was for and I tried to pull it out of my teeth and I remember and I cracked a tooth I literally cracked like one of my <laughs> back teeth on it and like I pulled out like a little chunk and I always remember that tooth was super sharp until it fell out and I'd cut my tongue on it constantly oh, for how man. sharp it was so I got a barnacle related injury luckily it was only a baby tooth you literally had angered Matanui 
Like, uh, was, yeah, literally. You were not um, living up to your unity duty or destiny. No, I wasn't living my best life when that happened. Uh, but no, that tooth is obviously now gone. Uh, so yeah, that, that that's my fun related um, bionicle incident. So, yeah. <laughs> the bite of eighty seven. The bite of eighty seven. Yeah, that's coming out in a few weeks time. Yeah, that's get the, ready, everybody. That's coming out in a few weeks time. Um, go on, Sam. Final Here, rating. Final rating. Um, looking back on it, are we going at ten or? Uh, yeah, out of ten. Out of ten. Um, it's like a solid six and a half, seven, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I did my usual, and I have a Weezer album for you. Okay. Maladrat out of blue. Okay. Can you translate that to a number for me? No, but what I can do is explain that that was an album from the 2000s. It's very quintessentially 2000s. Okay. And it's only good if you like Weezer. Okay. Uh, um, checks uh, yeah, out, yeah, right? Checks out, checks out. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just going to translate that to this like a six and a half, seven. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. Um. Yeah, <laughs> my closing thoughts. Hit me with the end quote, Sam. The end quote. Hang on. I, oh, oh, sorry, I, sorry, sorry. Words sorry, to sorry. say. Do I? Or have I said it all? No, I've said it all. So the closing line is from Taraga Vakama of the Fire Clan. He says, remember your duty and walk in the light. Wow. <laughs> Inspirational. Inspirational words, Sam, to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah that, that, that pretty much covers us this week. Sam is no longer an excited schoolboy. Um, so if we have to rate, if we have to watch the next three... I'm sure Sam will write as many in de- detailed notes. We'll soon find out next week if he does the same for Killers of the Flower Moon. Who yeah. knows? Um, but yeah, we'll be seeing that on Friday when it comes out. Yes. So For an arse-numbingly three-and-a-half-hour runtime. Three hours 20, I think. Maybe 3.25, but yeah. I feel like I need a full three-course meal to get me through that. But mm, Yes, I think, yeah. Hey-ho! Anyway, it's been a fun episode. It's, it's, yeah. Follow um, us, follow us on the socials, and we'll see you all next week, I guess. Yeah. See you then for Scorsese's big movie. Scorsese's big film. See you next week for big film. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>